Presented here is a free teaser for this month's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Patreon bonus podcast. Every single month, we release a deep dive on a classic wrestling event as voted on by our supporters on Patreon. Presented here is a 15-minute preview of that podcast. It's a true historical deep dive. The only place to hear these shows in full? Join the Patreon page for just $5 per month. The link is right here in the podcast description. Patreon is the best way to support the show. We are confident you will enjoy the content we're offering, all the bonus content over on Patreon. For just $5 per month, not only do you gain access to the monthly Top Rope Nation Classics bonus podcast on Patreon, you also receive access to a weekly bonus podcast, Top Rope Nation Extra. The only way to hear Top Rope Nation Classics every month and Top Rope Nation Extra every single week is by supporting us on Patreon. That's five bonus shows per month for $5 plus other benefits like access to our show notes every week, voting on which events we cover for classics, and more. So click that link in the episode description and read all about it over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash topropenation and enjoy this special free preview of this month's retro show. Yeah. You know what? I like the players. No dickity, no doubt. Play on, play at Play on, play at Yo, Trey, drop the verse. It's going down, face of Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. What's up, everybody? Is the 24th edition of Top Rope Nation Classics here for Patreon exclusively? For Patreon, it's Ryan, Justin, and Kyle going back in time 25 years for WWF Survivor Series 1996 at Madison Square Garden. Possibly the greatest Survivor Series of all time. We'll get into that discussion probably towards the end of the broadcast. Uh, what we'd like to do at the start, and by the way, should say, the show was nominated by our patrons and won the vote over on patreon.com slash Nation. So like we do every month, we're reviewing the show that those of you out there who support us on Patreon wanted to hear us review, and it's Survivor Series 96. And so like what we like to do at the beginning, as always, is talk about where were you at in your fandom of professional wrestling in November of 1996? Justin Joint, I'm going to throw it to you, my friend. How was the pro wrestling world looking to you at that time? It was all about the NWO at this point. Um, I was definitely far more into WCW right now. Uh, interest level is is definitely getting more into WWF uh, at this moment with Bret Hart finally coming back, who was at that time my favorite wrestler. Do you recall like when the first time you saw this event or just maybe even just the Bret Austin match would have been? I would be willing to bet I, I rented this one as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. So like, what would that be like a month later? Two months yeah, later? Uh, probably two to two, three months, I think. Yeah. What about you, Kyle Ross? Where were you at? And when was the first time you saw this event? Whew. Uh, first time I saw this event, I don't know. It was probably a few months later. I don't think it was right after. But wasn't that long after. Uh, like Justin at this point in time, I was a much bigger WCW fan than I was a WWE fan. I would say 
during this specific period, like fall of 96 into the beginning of 97, that was the period where I per the gap in fandom was probably at its largest. That was probably the time in my life when I preferred WW or pardon me, WCW to WWF the most. And then it got steadily more even as 97 progressed and WWF overtook them mm-hmm. um, both with me and in the ratings. But yeah, yeah, at this point I was, I remember late 96 thinking about, you know, that weird mind of mine. I was fantasy book and Starcade a lot more than I was the world wrestling federation. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually more into WWF at this time. I was watching both of them, but I was still pretty diehard WWF and I was waiting month to month for Bret Hart to come back. So I was incredibly excited for this show. I can remember, uh, some Monday nights I was in boy Scouts. Uh, this would have been like early junior high seventh. I was, I think I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Seventh grade when this event happened and our Boy Scout meetings were on Monday nights, and I remember they went till eight Ooh. o'clock, and and Raw started at eight o'clock. So I'd you know I'd be waiting for my ride for my parents. They'd pray, take me home. I'd miss like the first couple of minutes of Raw, and I remember just rushing home like to see that promo Brett gave in October, where he announced he was coming back and, and facing Steve Austin at the show. So I was super pumped for it. I remember taping that Raw and watching it back over and over. I don't think I saw the full pay per view until. Probably three or four years later. It was it was a few years after that. And oh. Justin, you mentioned that you rented the video. Would that have been a Hollywood video across town? I do believe so. Well, in that <laughs> case, sir. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Somebody's I got think, it. <laughs> I think this might be the very video that you that you rented because if you look on the spine of this VHS. That's it, man. That's definitely how I watched it. Yeah, this was purchased at that Hollywood video in Waterloo. Uh, I think I've told that story before where one day I just asked the manager. I think it was summer 99, maybe 2000. Like, would you sell me any of the, those tapes? And they're like, yeah, any of them for five bucks. And I bought a bunch of them. And this was one of them. <laughs> I mean, it's wow. it's in great condition. So now, that now might the, have been the first time I saw the full event. Yeah, go ahead. Here, here's my question is, do you now own a working VHS player? I do. Wow, all right. Yeah. I think they're kind of pricey now to get a hold of a decent one. Uh, but yeah, I do. I, I wow. actually I, I plugged it in not too long ago because I have this old class project that me and my friends did in junior high on VHS and it was like five of us and we made this really funny video and I'm the one who has it still and they asked me if I would put it up on YouTube. And so I hunted down the tape one night and I converted it like to a DVD through my VHS player and then I ripped it on my computer to get a digital file and put it on like a private YouTube video for my buddy. So that was probably three or four months ago. So I could, I could actually throw this in and watch it, but that's, Peacock that's worked more, just fine. That's more effort than I've put into anything. What you just did there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with that said, I think it's time to step into the time machine and go back to Sunday, November 17th, 1996. It's the city that never sleeps. And this weekend, it's as if every New Yorker had consumed an extra cup of caffeine. The World Wrestling Federation took over the world's greatest city across the radio waves, on television, and in print. And last night, 
Thousands flock to the Marriott Marquis in Times Square for the annual World Wrestling Federation Hall of Fame Banquet. But tonight, it's the main event. Tonight, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels defends the title against the dangerous and unpredictable Psycho Sid. Tonight, living legend Bret the Hitman Hart returns to the squared circle to battle the menacing Stone Cold Steve Austin. Tonight, The Undertaker looks to finally lay mankind and Paul Bearer to rest. And tonight, who will survive the grueling Survivor Series elimination matches? Live from New York, the World Wrestling Federation presents the 1996 Survivor Series. at Madison Square Garden. I remember this being a big show just because they were going to be at the Garden. You know, they they had run uh, house shows there regular over the years. But I feel like, you know, it had been a while since I'd seen TV. I should have looked this up, like the last television that would have been at the Garden. I don't know if either of you know off the top of your heads. But it felt to me like it had been a quite, quite some time since I'd seen a WWF show at the Garden. So this is the first Survivor Series to be at the Garden. I know mm-hmm. that. And when was the last time they'd run a pay-per-view at the Garden? WrestleMania 10? Probably. Had to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it'd been, it'd been, they, weren't, they weren't running Raw at the Garden. You know, they did it in no. 97, but not in 96 or before that. So, yeah, it'd been, a, it'd been a couple of years, almost three years since they'd run a pay-per-view there. So, that was a big deal. According to Dave Meltzer, 900 tickets shy of a legitimate sellout, 18,647 fans with 16,266 of them paying $529,000 and $522. And that was the second largest North American gate of 1996. Um, That weekend, they had the WWF Hall of Fame weekend. So in that era, they weren't always happening WrestleMania weekend. They did it Survivor Series weekend. And they did that at the Marriott Marquis Hotel. Uh, and really, there's not a whole lot of information on that in the Observer. Dave talks about how uh, Shane McMahon gave a great speech about his grandfather, but it cost $125 a head to be there at the Marriott Marquis in New York City. So, a little <laughs> I, bit pricey. I love, yeah, I love that. Although there were complaints that at $125 a head, <laughs> it was a bit pricey. It's pretty pricey. I mean, for 1996, I, you could run the inflation calculator on that, but I mean, it's it's pretty pricey. So, yeah, uh, let's just start at this right from the top. Uh, should we start with the the pre show match? I actually, I didn't even hunt that down. I just watched from the no, pre-show I've proper. never seen Kyle, it before. You? No, I've never seen it before. But what? A, and I was gonna look for it to see if it was on YouTube.com. I wonder if it is. Let's just take a look right here. But what a rogues gallery of participants it is in that match. The meg- mm-hmm. the smoking guns explode. Not exactly the mega powers exploding seven years earlier. <laughs> yes. Billy and Bart opposing team captains. <laughs> I, I've never watched. I thought about it and I, yeah. damn it, I didn't know you were going to go to this. This wasn't on my format sheet, Tony. And <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go this direction. So I didn't look it up. Let's see. I'm just a quick search. It's not coming up on the I've definitely never seen it. So I've never, but yeah, what a rogues gallery this is. We should run down the participants real quick for the three or so people that care. Jesse James, Aldo, who's the road dog, Aldo Montoya, you know him as just incredible. Bob Holly, you know him as hardcore Holly, and Bart Gunn, you know him as Bart Gunn. Uh, (laughs) Against the Sultan, you know him as Rikishi. 
Justin Bradshaw, you know him as JBL. Sal Sincere, you know him as that jobber Tom Brandy. And Billy Gunn, <laughs> you know him as badass Billy Gunn. So a lot of people in their unsuccessful first incarnations, mm-hmm. seven of those eight people would go to find better success in a couple of years. Sal yes. Sincere being the exception to that rule. So this match would have aired on the preview channel, right? Yes. In that era? Yeah. So, yeah, not on the Peacock version. So as as the uh, the Peacock version, what would have been on the Coliseum home video also uh, begins, we get the first match, which is the tag team champions, British Bulldog and Owen Hart, and the new rockers. That would be Marty Jannetty and Leaf Cassidy. You know him, Kyle, as Al Snow. I know him uh, as take- an asshole. <laughs> yes, you do know him. You've <laughs> had some interactions with him. Uh, taking on the Godwins and Furnace and Lafon. And as the entrances are going, one of the first things I noticed was the Milton Bradley Karate, karate Fighters blimp got stuck. Did you guys notice this? Oh, it was, it was like stuck? stuck in the crowd. I, they couldn't get oh, it to go up. It was blocking everyone's view. <laughs> Just kind of hovering there over the lower level. Yeah. Um, we we should mention real quick before we get the match. There was the open of the show. Um, back even back then, folks, they were doing media when they ran the New York market. They showed a lot of the mm-hmm. WWE superstars, and they were very excited about uh, WWE was on the radio, on TV, and in print. They were very proud of the fact <laughs> they were in print. I thought that's not something anyone would be excited about here in 2021, but. They showed they like were. Times Square with ads flashing up on the screens for the Survivor yeah. Series. I think wasn't Sean and like uh, Regis and Kathy Lee or something. Yes. Was it still Regis and Kathy Lee in '96? I don't even know. Can't even remember. He was on one of those morning shows. They showed that. Depends when Frank Gifford went on that fateful flight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, as, as the match gets underway, we get all of these. As you mentioned, uh, Clinton jokes. And uh, the, my second line in my notes is, boy, JR hates the Clintons. Playing to Vince, here we go again.